Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Kind of casually tossed that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality, and you're naked and screaming. It's like... (laughs) Follow us for free on Apple Podcasts and all major podcast platforms. For more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. All my notes are a question, or in question form. (laughs) Uh, like what? I, I, tru- I truly hated this movie. Like, 
I was, it took me four different sittings to get through it. Um, I didn't find a single moment of it redeemable or enjoyable. Like I like I'm almost at like RIPD levels of angry mm, that we watched this movie. Okay, so RIPD looked like it, it could at least be fun in a bad way. I disagree. I thought it was bad in a bad way. <laughs> hey, why is this movie so long? I don't know. Well, yeah, like I like I said in the in the chat. So originally it was a three hundred page script, which most people know that if you like a page is about a minute, so that would be a, a five hour movie. And they were asked to come up with a wholly original story, so they came up with all this backstory, and that's why everybody's got a different type of name and. There's all this history behind the part, but yeah, then they condensed it down to two hours that felt like five hours, and it didn't really, didn't really do it. I just didn't care about anything happening. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Not, like, it, it, to me, it was a combination of like, why do I, care, why should I care about this? But with like genuine like confusion. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm holding go. a mic in my hands, and now I'm talking yeah, all over. <laughs> We break down the movies you're afraid to admit you you love. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Amin Al Hassan. Anthony Mays produces this show. Uh, we talk bad movies that we don't think get enough respect. That is not today's episode. That is definitely not. Uh, today's episode is the 2015 sci-fi thriller, Jupiter Ascending. Stars Mila Kunis and Channing Tatum. They actually called it a space opera. Sure. I mean, why the fuck not? Like, what? I mean, what, however you oh, want to dress this pig up, it's still a pig. So, so by the way, I like I. So many elements of this movie are absolute blatant ripoffs of other movies. Oh my and god! And so, yeah. ca- calling it space opera is yet another blatant ripoff of Star Wars, which is a, a space opera. But go ahead. Oh, and there—I mean, there are just so many areas where they thought they were making the new Star Wars in this movie, like just completely ripping off Star Wars. I mean, oh my god, this fucking movie made me so angry uh it also has oscar award winner eddie redmayne i hope the check cleared because you asshole how dare you not not to mention also ned stark ned stark is in this movie uh directed by the wachowski brothers that's how you say that name right it's just the wachowskis now but yeah okay just the wachowski uh you you may remember them from making the matrix oh that abomination of a movie yeah the matrix uh fucking terrible movie but what about the first one what the first I'm, one's great. Not impressed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? And by the way, a lot, lot of commonalities there. In a, in a, it's a movie that insists upon itself, just like this one. Damn. I, I agree with the sequels. That first one, though, is a banger. I'm, I'm shocked at this. This is a I'm shocked, too. Maybe, maybe that's reveal. next week's episode is The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie... The plot from IMDb is a young woman discovers her destiny as an heiress of intergalactic nobility and must fight to protect the inhabitants of Earth from an ancient and destructive industry. Tagline, expand your universe. Jesus. Uh, $176 million budget. 
it grossed 183 worldwide, so I guess it was wow. successful. Wait, no, hold on. It it actually was it, they so it was like 130 something. They did a test screening in April 2014. They pushed the release from July of 2014 to February 2015 and they Ooh, dumped yeah. more money into it. And the quote was, when you're in the hole for $100 million plus on a film, you're not just going to release it on VOD, you're going to fix it. And the yes, financial the, and critical failure of Jupiter Ascending caused the Wachowskis' business relationship with Warner Brothers to be terminated. Whoa. This says it grossed 183 worldwide. Domestically, it grossed $47 million. Yes. I'm, yo, I'm so happy that their like, business relationship got fucked up over this. I, you know what? I, that seems harsh, but no, fair. no, no, no. Like, like to me, it's like I, I can live with having watched that movie, knowing that like there were consequences and repercussions for making the movie that terrible. <laughs> now you, now you're a little bit more in on this movie. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm in on it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, jump into this before you get to the rest of this podcast, which obviously is all spoilers. Uh, Jupiter Ascending is available on HBO Go. Um, we also had an Australian uh, listener. Tell people in the Discord chat that you can find it in Australia on Netflix and something called Stan. Okay. I don't know if Stan Van Gundy comes and like shows you a tablet for <laughs> two hours and twenty minutes or however long this fucking movie is, but Australia that's how you is can advanced. Find it. Yeah, it really is. I mean, he's free. You know, he's he doesn't have shit to do. Uh, let's get to the Rotten Tomatoes score and review. It's a twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics on two hundred and fifty-six reviews, thirty-eight percent from the audience on. Over ninety five thousand ratings. Who are these people that like this movie? It's a great movie. I mean, it's a great do question. Have, do we have question a, about this movie? Um, do, we, do we have a positive review? Did you guys uh, glean any one of those? Rachel Let, Wagner from Rachel'sReviews.net. Yeah, fuck you, Rachel. Jupiter Ascending is just nutty enough to be entertaining. What? So okay. <laughs> Morris. Wesley Morris, D. What? Wesley Morris, D. Wesley Morris from Grantland. Upon exiting, my weary delight with Jupiter Ascending coexisted with pure bafflement. But I exited knowing that I could, or that I'd seen a movie no other filmmaker could have made. That doesn't I sound guess like a compliment. They give a positive rating. Uh, that doesn't sound positive to me. Emily Asher Perrin from Tor.com. Because however dark their stories get, the Wachowskis clearly have hope, and they hold that above all. I don't know what that that's means. The, and that story wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't dark. It was just fucking boring. Well, go ahead. From Robbie D., who has a shirtless avatar on... Nice. On, uh, on, on IMDb. On Rotten Rod Tomatoes. On Rotten Tomatoes. While Jupiter Ascending is post-production 3D, it is still very or fairly good. I personally don't get all the negative reviews. This is high adventure sci-fi with a solid story, good acting, and great special effects. I consider it an epic and one of the better movies I've seen. He posted that four days ago. I'll right, we'll go put a shirt on, buddy. So this is what this is what Richard Roper said from the Chicago Sun Times, famous Richard Roper. Uh, where were the Guardians of the Galaxy when we needed them? If only yeah. prevented the disastrous atrocity that is Jupiter ascending from infiltrating Earth's movie theaters before it was too late. That's fair. Yeah. No, I'm like, I hope Thanos can snap his fingers and make that shit disappear. <laughs> we had a couple of comments from the Discord that I wanted to pluck. Uh, our guy Motez said this movie seems like. One I need to replenish the gummy supply for. Leslie 
said there's so much whispering and eyeliner in this movie. Yes. There's a lot yes. of eyeliner. It reminds, of, reminds me of the scene in Semi-Pro where he's yeah. like, we're going to be on TV. We got we to gotta make it pop. We have to wear eyeliner. And then the Marietta Mangler said 25 minutes in and I'm completely lost. And that's when White Shakim responded. That was about where I stopped. So I don't know how many of you got through this movie. If you didn't, that's the right move. Yeah, I mean, this. All right. So uh, let's just get into the stupid ass plot of this. It starts out with a Russian astronomer who well, he's it, actually British, right? But he lives in Russia, whatever. Oh yeah, right. Like, like, like. Here's the thing: there's so much of this movie that is when you say so. When May says you know, it was actually 300 pages, and they they had to condense it. Usually, what ends up happening is you have these massive leaps in logic and stuff because like they have to get rid of the the, ex, the exposition, right? This movie had more meaningless exposition than any movie I've ever seen. Like, who gives a shit? where he was from or how he died or or any of that stuff like okay so her father is a british astronomy student living in st petersburg russia uh none of that he, but none of that none matters and it doesn't matter like i don't know why i'm, I'm even explaining it right now it's yeah. so uh, and <laughs> he falls in love with another student at his russian university uh they get married uh she's pregnant uh he's got a telescope he loves looking up at the stars. That's a big deal in life. And then, for some reason, the Russian mob barge into their house looking for money. And when they don't find any, they decide to just take random items, including this man's telescope. And why, you, you might say to yourself, well, here's the deal. <laughs> like, literally, these thugs come in and, like, throw this dude's pregnant woman around, throw him around. He don't say shit. They grab the telescope, and my man, like, starts begging him. Please. No, not, oh, not the, the telescope. telescope. <laughs> it's the last straw. I mean... <laughs> Leslie in the Discord said, Imagine showing up in heaven and the creator looking at you sideways because you couldn't give up your telescope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he gets popped. Mom has a baby. On a boat. Has a baby on a boat to on America boat because to America. it's apparently the, the 1920s and Ellis Island is still open. Um, <laughs> and then, then there's a little like uh, monologue from uh, Meg Griffin, whose name always escapes me. Like yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. All my notes say Ned Stark. So, yeah. So, so it's like she says, you know, like I was born with Jupiter rising on the da da da, you know, and my aunt told me. That means that, like, I'm destined for great things. And also, I find true love. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, who in the writer's room said, nah, hoes like to find love, man. You got to throw some shit like that. <laughs> well, that's the thing about this whole movie. This whole movie is supposed to be, like, female empowerment, but the whole time it's just damsel in distress shit. Very damsel in distress. Yeah, like, the whole time, like, I'm supposed to believe she is this this heiress to to galaxies right to to planets and and the whole time i'm just waiting for a man like for channing tatum to i can't even say a man to save her because he's a fucking dog apparently well if she loves dogs though so <laughs> she does love dogs um all right, all right. I, she's I, named, I, she's named jupiter all right so by she's the, the one named Ju yeah she she's named jupiter because her fucking nerd dad who died for a telescope like it was like Jupiter's the biggest and most beautiful planet. I was like, yes, that's exactly what we want for a baby girl to let her know that she's You're the biggest. Be big, yeah, <laughs> um, big bitch, you. 
<laughs> Do you think he would have been a, he would have been upset that she's such a tiny person? Uh, yeah, like this isn't Jupiter at all. Why? You're... Here's, the, here's the thing too. It's like I kept waiting for there to be like some special meaning to this no. to this telescope. No. Like, oh, it had like the secret to the civilization yeah. or something. Like no. you, you wanted the men in black, like the thing, the shit yeah. up on Ryan's belt. Like, nope, nope. No, it's just it. it's just the telescope. Uh, okay. Question. Yeah. Do you clean toilets on your knees? <laughs> so, so like she comes to America, she's an illegal immigrant. Oh, by the way, what, she punctuates that 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 story about getting, you know, finding love and being named after Jupiter and all that stuff by saying astronomy is bullshit. So she's yes. she's oh, yeah. Yeah, so she's an illegal immigrant, even though she came to this country as an infant, speaks perfect English, and well, I guess I shouldn't judge because I'm probably the same way. Uh, but anyways, she's she's cleaning. She's uh, her her mom, her whole family. They work in like housekeeping, and she, you know, they show her. There's a montage of her cleaning houses and vacuuming and and scrubbing toilets, and the way she scrubs her toilet is akin to someone who's about to throw up in the toilet on her knees, like bending over the toilet and i was like i've never seen anyone scrub a toilet like that no no why would, would you ever that seems so uncomfortable your, especially if you're your, doing it for a living and bringing your face yeah as close as possible to the to the spray back that inevitably happens the only uh explanation i have is literally no one making this movie starring in this movie or writing this movie had ever cleaned the toilet in their life. And then and like we get a montage of her cleaning. Like we get it. She's a maid. She's a commoner. And but by the way, as it's all going, this is what I wrote. Wait, I thought this was a sci-fi movie. Very next note. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so we 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 go to some destroyed planet or civilization called Zalantine or something like that. You wrote the name down. I was just like, all right. <laughs> well, I, so I turned, I, I, the first time I started watching this, I, within maybe 45 seconds, I was on my phone and like eight minutes later, I looked up, I was like, oh shit, I'm supposed to be watching this and taking notes. Yep. So then I re, I rewound it and I turned the subtitles on. Yeah. Necessary. Yeah. But by the way, super pet peeve for me, uh, like forget close captioning for a second. Any movie that has dialogue in either foreign or alien language and they give subtitles and apparently the subtitles, they charge you by the size of the font because the font was so <laughs> fucking small. When the Russians come in, I'm like, wait, a minute. I had to rewind and pause to be able to get my magnifying glass out and read what the fuck it says. What's the deal with little subtitles? Like, why I, do they I, do that? It's a great question. It's a great question. The whole production of this movie is is bad. Also, like, at first I thought it was just my TV. Like, I had screwed up the settings. Everything is so loud except when they talk. Yes. A lot of whispering. A lot of whispering, and which brings us to this planet, that whatever the fuck it's Valentine, named. Yeah. Ovaltine, and, it, yeah. the, and, like, there's a... Li it's funny that you mentioned that it's Ned Stark and not the actor's name, which I can't remember his name, because they pull from Game of Thrones in that they're saying, oh, we're of House Abrasics or something uh, like that. Oh, yes, yes, that. But also the whole idea of these people talking like this. Right. Uh, everyone talks like this. Eddie Redmayne made a series of just atrocious choices in this movie. Yeah. Oh, he just made one atrocious choice being in it. 
Well, no, he, he took it further than that because then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna try to do a really bad Gary Oldman ripoff. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like very Gary Oldman from Fifth Element. It was like Gary Oldman, Marlon Brando. Yeah, and Eddie Redmayne, tiny little ginger boy, does not have the physical presence to be intimidating with a voice God. like that. So he Fuck just seems movie. like a a goth kid in theater class. Yeah, having a yeah. having a rough time. This guy won an Oscar. This is this is like watching Allen Iverson on the Grizzlies. Like you were an MVP. Oh man! I think that the way it stacked out was that he made this movie before he made The Theory of Everything. Okay. So, but like, if he had any clout at all, this movie never would have come out because he's right. yeah, so he bad in it. He's um, so awful. So apparently, like they, we find out that these siblings. What is it? There's Bellum, Kalik, and Titus. Kalik is the is the girl, and Titus is the like Chuck Bass wannabe guy or whatever. Yeah, um, yes, Chuck, Chuck Bass, good good reference. Um, and so they essentially go through and destroy planets. Like they, that's they our harvest. Destroy, like kill societies. Yeah, and, like they allude to what we find out later is the big twist so, or whatever. But it, like. Oh. This this is where I get. Upset, they own right? Earth like Earth is an an inheritance to them, so, and it's very valuable. So so we go from like a very mundane story about a little girl growing up in Chicago or whatever to like they like no transition at all. Right. Here are these aliens walking around talking about alien shit. Then we're back to like so again. There's a point later on where she finds out. I don't know, I'm just want to fast forward to this where, where she finds out, oh, like this alien life form, da da da, like and you're da 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 da. And I thought to myself, they, they could have cut out literally everything, everything that had happened between everything, like a good 40 minutes. Yeah. They could have cut it out and just had like her get attacked or abducted, and then like someone explaining her, look, you think you're alone in the universe. It's not quite like that. But alas, no, they gave us inconsequential detail after inconsequential yeah. detail after inconsequential detail like for instance let me start with the question wait so what's up with these aliens <laughs> why do they want to kill a random white girl elizabeth dunleavy right dunleavy, right that's that's right? never explained right oh, wait like, you're talking elizabeth- about her friend yeah, the, yeah. The, the so she used her friend's name to go to the the egg harvesting clinic how did they know that she was going to go there? Because the egg harvesting clinic turns out is just a ruse for these aliens to, right? So, to to, or, to capture her and so kill she, her, right? And, and by the way, by the way, her cousin <laughs> wants her to her cousin wants her to harvest her eggs. Yeah, we'll get to. Oh my god, so, this is so, that, so that he gets ten. Why is that a thing? Why why, does, why do we have to go through any of that? I don't know. I don't know. Like I think for comic relief, I'm not sure. So she Is uses it? her friend's name to go. She goes for like a consultation before Channing Tatum, who we, who is a Lycantant Hunter, ex-Legion Skyjacker, because that's just, just throw as many words as possible, has a tremendously powerful sense of smell that allows him to track a gene through the universe, which he demonstrates by sniffing a piece of paper, which is the piece of paper that she signed. So she goes to this place. That is a, a piece hellish, of paper. That is a hellish superpower that you can smell a gene through the universe. You know how many genes he can smell? <laughs> I mean, how do you turn that off? Right. How do you focus that? That's not selective. If you have great vision, you, you don't just... selectively see. You just see. 
Just <laughs> okay, so the reason that they take the the blonde girl who is Vanessa Kirby, who's in like Mission Impossible Fallout and is going to be in Hobbs and Shaw, is because she used her name. So they go to her. For some reason, he can smell the paper, but he can't smell that it's her. So they they take this woman instead because of her name was on the piece of paper, essentially. Which, again, for such a high-tech, advanced society, they seem very, like, well, you know, if the fucking... Well, the paper... (laughs) Which which later on will resurface itself, this theme of, like, all of a sudden, bureaucracy fucking matters to these people. Why that... Like, they thought that was such a funny montage. The bureaucracy... I mean, we'll get into that later. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, So now we get... We get introduced to Channing Tatum. So, one of my, yeah, so the question was, why couldn't they tell it wasn't her? I got, I, anyways, go ahead. Now, I now have just learned that the reason why was because they went off the paper and thought the blonde was who they wanted. So they're just checking fertility they, clinic records. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, how did they, like, why didn't they stop at Walmart? Why didn't, like, why was that the place where they're like, we got you now, bitch? No idea. And they, I don't understand why, because the bounty hunters are already outside this egg harvesting clinic when Channing Tatum shows up. So they already know. So yeah, there's a, there's a miscommunication about how they started on this quest. Why are they speaking English to each other if they're about to kill her? Yes. Right. Like these, because what the, like, so she goes to the egg harvesting clinic. Uh, she's, you know, they put the mask on her and they spread her legs and they're all the like nurses and people are prepping. Don't worry. I've been doing this a long time, whatever. And then they, so they say, is it her? And then they confirm her identity. It's her. All right, kill her. And I'm just like, why the fuck did you say? And then Tanning Tanning comes to save the day, part one. Uh, and as he shoots up, they are shapeshift right back from, uh, you know, human form to their true alien form it's and just start the, chittering. It's just the laziest. They start chittering. And so I'm like, if you're going to kill somebody, like, or, or, you know, if you're going to like basically blow your cover that you aren't just some dude why would you start talking in english so I'm like, is it her all right let's kill her wouldn't you say then she just think it's the fucking the gas or whatever right it's the drugs right yeah and just the laziest throughout this whole movie it's just the laziest costume design the laziest design in, in general like like okay it was just a shitty drawing of some aliens that's what they created it's a shitty drawing of your typical alien. There were characters where it's just like a normal looking person and they gave him big ears and like, oh, alien. Like, yeah, the girl. It took me a while to figure that one yeah. out. Like, I was yeah, like, oh, like she just that, has giant, like, like, right, exactly. <laughs> so he says, so Channing Tatum saves her. He has hover boots. Yeah, he took him from Legend of Zelda. They just look like, like those glowing shoes that, um, they're rollerblades. They're yeah. rollerblades. They, right, they yeah. literally don't do anything. He can't fly with them. He no, like, he just glides. He just glides like rollerblades. So what's the point? They don't even move faster than someone rollerblading. Yeah, like his, his description is that they use the force of gravity, redirecting it into differential equation slopes that you can surf. I, I wrote this down. I wrote this down. I wrote down that quote, and I said, I could listen to Channing Tatum try to say science stuff all day. Yes, I like that he didn't know what any of those words meant. He was clearly reading that line. And I also just imagined Amin going, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's no way I want anyone who, any, if you really know science, right? Like, don't we, we have uh, Matt in Tasmania 
I don't know if he listens to this pod, but he really knows science, right? I want to know if the phrase deferential equation slopes actually means anything. All right, so because I feel like the word equation is just thrown a, in there. No, it's a it's a calculus thing. Differential equations is is a calculus term, um, and there is a slope, I guess. But uh, yeah, like the the idea that it, it is a physical, yeah, like it is it is a math term, right? To to about like basically breaking down uh, um, rate of change. Uh, yeah, right. That is not a physical slope. That's my point. Right, that's like that doesn't make any sense for for science. Yes. It makes sense for math, not not the actual. Well, it's just not. Science. It's not a physical thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's it's just like saying, you know what it's like saying. It's like saying, uh, if you mount, oh, like a woman, you actually become a mountain. How about that? <laughs> like it just just because they're the same word that has that completely different, completely different meaning. Right, but. No one, t- no one told the old Wojowski brothers, whatever the fuck they're called. Wojowski? Wojowski's. Wojowski. Yeah. This movie is the king of just smashing uh, big words together to make it sound good. By the way, did one of them have... Both. A, they both had gender? Yes. They're okay, the Wojowski that- sisters now. Okay. I, that's, I didn't know, like you said, no, no, they're just the Wojowski's now. Like, like what? They're like, you know, I'm tired of people referring to me as... Related to someone else, like I, I didn't understand what the what the the rebrand was about. But okay, so now that makes yeah, sense. one of, one of them uh, came out as transgender and had the surgery and stuff, and then like eight years later, the other oh, one so did. I'm not tripping. Like I thought they were men back when it was the Matrix. They were when it was okay. the Matrix, and in like 2008, one of them came out as trans I, I legitimately didn't know this until right now i was right now years old until i found this out because i because when you just said sisters i was like wait a second i thought they were guys yeah but now I, that I, makes sense okay i don't i, I have no nah. recollection of that happening yeah and they nah. when they made sense eight which was their last project that really dived into like trans characters and, nah, and stuff I never like saw that it. and Right. Then it got canceled, no, and they haven't done anything since. So, yeah. No, shocker! After okay. this string of massive hits that they've had. <laughs> well, if you were listening to this earlier and you thought I was throwing shade at them, I had no idea. So there you go. Uh, I um, am throwing shade at them, but not not because of who they are, but rather for the terrible products that they. I put can't believe you don't like the Matrix. Fucking terrible. Um, okay, uh, so he he captures or he saves her. He's trying to get her to a, a ship or something. Um, he they like, the way, he surfs all over Chicago and they fuck up Chicago, but no one yeah. seems to care. No, they kill people. They're like because because okay, sorry. All right, they blow up a train, right? The, yeah, like the L they train. train and cars and and like buildings, like floors and stuff. And so there's a point where she says, like, how did nobody see that? It's like no, it'll be repaired by dawn. I'm like, well, it'll repair in no time. And turn around and she sees what was once a smoldering building had already been repaired. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. What about the motherfuckers that lost their lives, though? Like, you're not repairing that, are you? Or maybe they are. I don't know. They don't really explain that. Also, they're ripping off Men in Black. Yeah. Completely. Like, that's the entire, like, Men in Black. Like, hey, nothing to see here. You get neuralized. You don't remember what you saw. And everything gets fixed while everyone's neuralized. Like, that's basically what they, they ripped off so blatantly there. Also, she says, why are they after me? And she says, it must be some sort of mistake. And he says... They don't make mistakes, and I said, "No, no, obviously they did because they went <laughs> yeah, up a clearly. piece of paper." They already right. did. They thought, <laughs> was. they thought her name was Catherine Dunleavy. Like, yeah. So, oh, here's a note I met. I I put. Um, 
They spent so much money on CGI, and none of it is better than what happened in Knowing. No, the CGI in this movie is no. better. Come on. No, the it's CGI not. Was, uh, it's all right. On it's par. All right. It's no, like seven. This movie is like seventy five percent CGI. I well, and it's a hundred percent shit. So there you go. Uh, I I said I also don't care about any of this action. It's Transformers esque. Like Transformers has these yes. giant battle scenes and this incredible destruction. And the whole time, the only thing I've ever cared about watching the Transformer movies with the action scenes is I just start thinking how much infrastructure, like how much is going to cost to fix this infrastructure, right? Like. I'm I'm trying to figure out like how many billions of dollars to fix these cities when the Transformers are fighting. I'm not looking at like oh shit, Optimus Prime just clocked them or something. You know, you know, you know what's even worse for me? I'm just waiting for it to be over. Like just yeah. just and and let's get back to dialogue because you got to yeah. explain some shit. I don't need All this action is, porn. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, um, because it's not it's not action porn. It's like watching bad porn. You ever watch bad porn? You know what I mean. Yeah. Like you just like just get it over. Just, just go ahead and finish. <laughs> like for for a second here, let's go back to her cousin Vladi, who he's the one who wants her to sell her eggs, and yeah. she needs money to buy the telescope off eBay for fifteen right. grand. She's gonna sell her eggs for fifteen grand. He's gonna take ten grand because he has quote unquote big plans, but then he goes ahead and buys. A TV, an Xbox, and a Roomba. Apparently, for ten grand, that's nice his big plan. Roomba. So what? An Xbox is what, like three hundred bucks? Yeah. Like, there's no way that TV is nine thousand dollars. No, that wasn't a nine thousand dollar TV. I mean, Roomba, just, Roomba's got to be what, eighty bucks, ninety bucks? I think a Roomba I can like, get to three hundred, but still, that's, really. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, what, like. It doesn't ah. make any. It doesn't make any sense. It's a. It's why is that even in the movie? It. It's. Stupid. Yes. I have a stomachache. And then before, yeah, before the big explosion thing, that's when that's when we get our first like real big exposition dump. Holy shit, there's a five hundred dollar Roomba. Yeah, no Roombas are kind of expensive. Even then, it's still not ten grand. Works with Alexa. Ideal for hard floors. Zach might might be looking to make a new purchase. Well, they're normally seven. This one's normally seven hundred dollars. It's down to five hundred. I almost can't afford not to buy it. Well, Zach, do you have a cousin who likes <laughs> ovulating? I gotta check. I gotta check with uh, my cousin Hallie. Maybe she is. Maybe she's ovulating. Yeah. Hey, hey, by the way, just throwing this out there. Um, why did Catherine, Catherine, Catherine Dunleavy, like the whole who she getting married? Why is that in there? Yeah. They had a whole ass conversation that was, again, meaningless. Plus, it seemed like Jupiter was her maid. But then they yeah. were friends. Not yeah, right. yeah. Because you're friends with your maid. Real rags to riches story. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like I like I have a cleaning service that comes to my house, and when they come, like I get the fuck out the house. Yeah. Why would you? I, like I don't sit around and like converse with them. Like, hey man, you watch Jupiter Ascending? Yeah, fucking trippy ass movie. Like, no, I I just fucking leave. Like, and I come back when they're done. Yeah. That that I feel like that's a normal thing to do. Yeah. Um, why right. did the, why did the, if the aliens were just going to try to kill her, right? They're going to try to kill Catherine Dunleavy and they go after her when she's in her underwear, trying on stuff. And then when, pretty hot, pretty hot, when, by the way, sure. Yeah. Uh, and when Mila Kunis, when Mila Kunis takes a picture of them and then her phone rings and they see her, like they just wake up. Why wouldn't the aliens have just killed both of them? Yeah. That's the, yeah, or exactly. Or abduct them or whatever. Yeah. yeah like, or abduct why? them or yeah. 
the fact that Jupiter was actually there while they were trying to take the other woman and they didn't figure it out and they just bailed. Yeah. doesn't make any sense. Um, okay. and, and it seems like such an easy fix. Just have her never get discovered. She yeah. sees them abduct her. They figure out it's the wrong one. They dump that one and they come back looking for, her, I guess her. I don't, I don't know. Like there's just so many times I'm like, why do we do it this way? Uh, anyways, if, if there's nothing more, just want to fast forward to the scene where they meet Ned Stark. And yeah, well, wait, wait, real quick, real quick, okay. I do want to mention that uh, Eddie Redmayne, um, I wrote, Eddie Redmayne is in Secaucus looking at the instant replay of the Doctor. Oh, yeah. The Doctor battle. Yeah, which, again. Yeah, and that's when he un- unleashes, no one understands me like you did. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Very emo. <sighs> the his spaceship gets destroyed. Channing Tatum's spaceship gets destroyed. So they go to try to find Ned Stark out in the country. By a and, show. and they use a rental car, right? They steal a car, uh, I think. They steal a car? Yeah. Because she says, thank God this car belongs to a woman, and she pulls a maxi pad out of the the glove compartment to put on his wound. Oh, I must have been texting, because I don't remember that Yeah, how dare you, Zach? <laughs> I, I, I literally didn't pick up my phone at all during the entire movie, and I don't, I don't, rem- and I don't remember that. I'm disgusted at my notes and how many notes I have and how oh, I, I I took a lot of notes early so, and it tailed off big time. So, I don't think I took a single note during the last half hour of the movie. Let, let me let me ask this question, right? Because um, I I know I watched, but I don't remember. How is she roy- like? They just start calling Your Majesty, and I'm just like, wait, why? Well, okay, we'll we'll get there. But this, okay, so this is the reason that I wanted to watch this movie is we meet uh ned stark sean bean his name is stinger a he's half man half b i missed all of that <laughs> i did i did make a note i did make a note because i've got a lot of notes about ned stark and then at one point like i don't know 20 minutes later someone calls him stinger and I, and I put a note that said, <laughs> ha, like bees. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I knew I know, I knew they called him Stinger. I had no idea that there was a meaning behind it. I thought it was just like. Yeah, and he's got he's got all the bees on his farmhouse. And yeah, so bees the bees swarm around Jupiter, swarm around Mila Kunis. And he immediately gets down on his knee and says, your majesty. And then he explains. Okay, what is with this your majesty thing? You've never been stung by a bee, have you? No. No, bees are genetically designed to recognize royalty. Royalty? Wow. You are in for a surprise when you find out what I do for a living. It's not what you do. It's what you are. They sense it. Bees aren't like humans. They don't question or doubt. Bees don't lie. All right, so to which I I said, I'm calling bullshit Ned Stark. (laughs) Bees recognize royalty. <laughs> this is yeah. this is the line from the movie that makes me go, no. "What? Like, what like, mean? like that is not an that's not that's a not universe a that it's been established. That's not a thing. That is not a thing. That is not a thing, right? Like that is <laughs> you want to talk about like my man Channing Tatum's fake science? Like that's fake science." Right, like that somehow uh, Prince Charles somehow like a bee won't sting him. Like, come on, man. 
yeah, this is also the point when Channing Tatum takes his shirt off and then it stays off for probably it never about comes back 25 on. minutes. I mean, until, he gets, until he gets excommunicated into space. There's something that happens where I literally just wrote, why, though? <laughs> I mean, like, like, which, which time? <laughs> after the- it was, in, it was in, in the middle of the season, scene because when he starts explaining about dudes are half bred with a wolf or whatever, and they show him, and I say, oh, shit, I just noticed his ears. And I, like, facepalm myself because he's got, like, teen wolf ears or whatever. Um, and then later on, and I say shout-out to ethnic diversity and alien hunters. So they're right in the middle of all of this scene at, at, at Ned Stark's house. Um, I say, why, though? And I'm trying to think what it was about. Uh, is it that he got court-martialed? Because apparently court-martialing is a thing just throughout the universe, not just Earth. Did you see, by the way, did you see anyone with wings? No. No, no, no. Because the part other, than, other than those like dinosaur things. Yes, yes, those big lizards, right? Yeah. I wrote, like, so after the bees don't lie quote, I wrote this movie sucks. Ninety minutes left. Jesus yep, Christ! That sounds about minutes. right. Yeah, and in regards to the wings, they do another just big word smash together where he says it's the best bioneural synaptic prosthetic oh, the military yeah. could buy. That's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just them saying science, but like they they say shit like. Like, okay, so you just met someone who clearly you know doesn't know anything about your life, your science, whatever. Says, oh, you have wings? Instead of just saying, best money can buy. Because best neurosynaptic, like, nerds. Bro, like, well, you know she doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Ah, man, I hate that shit so much, man. This is getting me me so angry. And then at that point, uh, so uh, uh, they get attacked. She escapes to the cornfield. Uh, wait, 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 real quick. Uh, this yeah. is a note that I forgot to get to earlier. Uh, Channing Tatum refers to the universe as the verse. Yeah, no, yeah. that was important. Uh, I love that. Definitely, definitely. I, I actually did like that. I did like one part of this movie is him calling it the verse. He also called Earthlings Terses. Terses. Oh, yeah, ter- yeah, yeah. That's clever. All right, so yeah. It, they, sounds, like, it sounds like an ethnic slur, actually. <laughs> you fucking Tersey. Oh, there's oh. a bunch of Terseys down the block. Hey, hey, we can we can say that word. You don't get to say that word. <laughs> That's a hard IE at the end of Terseys. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, so they yeah, they get attacked again by these hunters. Then I guess someone paid some of them a little bit higher of a bounty. So they turn on the other people they were helping right, yeah. to capture or kill them and then capture her anyway to take her back to uh Kalik. Yes, Kalik. Oh, oh, maybe maybe this was it. When when Ned Stark explained that Jupiter's people killed the dinosaurs? Yeah, Ned Stark does a lot of exposition here and he says that humans are actually a billion years old from a different planet. They wiped out the the Sargorn, which are the dinosaurs. Yes. So that was the point where I said like everything between her scrubbing toilets and Ned Stark giving that explanation, that was all meaningless. Yes. Like, they yeah, could have... No, yeah, none of it mattered. All of that, that, none of it needed to happen. Like, she could have been... All right, like, she's scrubbing toilets, she gets attacked, Channing Tatum rescues her from the attack, takes her to Sean, Sean Bean, and then he explains, like, okay, that's what's going on, da, da, da. and, like, we would have been good. But no, we got... We had to sit through that shit. Yeah, and it's uh, and again, it's like forty uh, minutes. Yeah, no, I mean it's not. We're not. Yeah, I didn't gloss over like a small amount of time. There. That's like a massive chunk of the movie was just there. Yeah, um, I wrote it took us fifty-one minutes to get to space. Why does that dude talk like that? 
that's like I said, he read Maine. Um, <laughs> and then, so the, the Kalik is explaining to her that you're actually my mother, and she takes her to a statue that looks nothing like me. Looks <laughs> nothing. That was the like best I. I in the production department. I, I looked at it and I looked at Mila Kunis and then I looked at it and I looked at the other chick. I was like, is it one of y'all? Is it someone else? Is she showing you her mother? She's your mother? What? Like, and I said, like, they're making a big deal about like reincarnation. Like basically her entire DNA string is identical to that of her mother who was murdered a zillion years ago. Um, so I'm thinking to myself, these people are so like into it like that oh this is, you're my mom or whatever it's nice to finally meet you or whatever and i'm like wait a second if someone is reincarnated but has no memory of that life is it like is that really reincarnation like the whole point of me being excited oh, yeah, that like yeah, my no. dead grandpa is back from the, the grave and like is because Grandpa, I was like, oh my god, like what happened? I don't. One moment I I was telling you a story, and the next, like I'm waking up now. Like, grandpa, you were dead, and you've been reincarnated. Not like, who are you, kid? Like, no, no, no. I'm from I'm from Chicago. Like, no, it's not reincarnation, is it? It's just another person. Yeah, I kind of expected them to do something like they have the mom's consciousness somewhere, and they're gonna put it in jupiter's body because she's a genetic duplicate she's a recurrence or whatever but no they literally just say oh you look like her now and, you are her and you inherit every you inherit everything thing. she had this movie fucking sucks dude it, all right so uh i believe i fast forward to a lot of stuff here in terms of note-taking because i'm now she says my bowels are anything but royal Right, that's that's where I'm at. Where she's talking to Channing Tatum on this ship, they're gonna take her somewhere else to go meet uh, uh, Chuck. Uh, what's his name? Chuck Bass. Oh, Chuck from, Bass. From, yeah, from uh, from uh, Gossip Girl. Um, or was it, was it Gossip Girl? Right, that was yeah, show, Gossip right? Girl. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, anyways, so he's explaining to her like some shit where we're about to go, and you would take this because it like embrace your bowels and. And then all of a sudden she's like, she gets turned on. Yeah, she's trying to fuck. I'm like, what? But like, where did that come from? Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no setup for the love story at all. None. They just there's no moment. I mean, I guess he saved her a couple of times, but he saved. But like, he says, I have more in common with a dog than I do with you. And she says, I love dogs. I've always loved dogs. Like he talks about like, oh, I've got a flaw. Like in my genetic engineering that's oh he that's he murdered someone and like that's why he was like banished to earth or whatever yeah and, and he's like i don't even know why i did it he just had like a genetic like a I spazzed out basically could do a genetic flaw in his I, engineering or, although he called it some gen, engineering like they created another yeah the, this this word <laughs> genom engineering yeah genom yeah so so she says and like at the blues, she's like, yeah, I have the flaws. We all have our flaws. I have a flaw, too. My flaws falling for men who don't fall back from me. Like, yo! Yeah. No, I, throw, I wrote... Oh, man, you're not... Much? You're not gonna like this joke. I wrote, she's really trying to fuck this dog. I wonder if they would do it him style. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've stolen that some, from someone. I can't remember what it is. 
Did I? I? Might have been Family Guy. But oh, like, maybe that is a Family Guy thing. Like, hey, like, you want to do it me style? Do it me style, yeah, yeah, Brian, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Purpose to joke. Yeah. Uh, so. Bureaucracy we go for the, so I, I said, why are we getting this montage? So this is a tribute to Brazil, which is the Terry Gilliam movie. And then they, in case you didn't get it, they even make Terry Gilliam the last bureaucrat dude at the end who gives her the, the, the forearm tattoo. tattoo, essentially. Okay. So uh, I, well, it's all just a tribute to Brazil. It's basically ripped okay. right out of Brazil. But it's just, it's pointless. It's... It doesn't fit with the story um, for this highly advanced technical society. Like, y'all are still like getting forms. Like, um, I said, it, it, like, I guess it's just like at, a, to me. Some, I wrote government. Am I right? Yeah. At some point, they brought they bribe a dude because he said you got to go back. And I said, well, why did they just bribe the first person? Right. Like, right. why would you go through all that and then say I'm gonna bribe this dude? Why don't you just go back to right? You have the shit I want here. Here's your money. And all, yeah, and all this is to get her the title to Earth or the title to being queen? To, like, to confirm that she's queen, which, by the way, it seems like a really fucking haphazard way to confirm that someone's going to own basically a whole bunch of shit. Right. Well, uh, and also, if you have royalty, like, if you have a, a monarchy system, why would they need bureaucracy? To go, yes, when they just, like, cut to the head of the line. Yeah. Uh, also... Why is, uh, which now we find out is Terry Gilliam, why is Terry Gilliam eating a whole wheat bread sandwich? Like, <laughs> I don't know what kind of sandwich it was, but that, that was, I, I get the oral wheat two for whatever at, at Costco. I know exactly what it looks like. That's the bread it was. And I'm like, so they're just going to eat regular bread ass sandwiches out here? All right. You know. um, so we figure out this this jacuzzi that brings them younger life, right? It like, uh, Oh, you know, yeah. Well, before that, she so she goes back to Chuck Bass, and Chuck Bass says, uh, "Yeah, so what do you want to do?" He says, uh, "I wanted to know why I was abducted under serial code six five four five slash nine. I'm like, they never showed us her reading through a manual. Or no, <laughs> no, 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 not once. And now she's a fucking expert. Spends one Maybe day that's... at the space DMV, and she knows <laughs> how to run the universe now. Yeah." Um, so he explains that this, like the water that they go into to remain young is made out of people. So each canister yeah. of water is a hundred people. So I guess that's why, that's why earth is so valuable because it has what? 7 billion people or something. Yeah. Like that. When they, they do say like one point, he's like, Oh, I'd, I'd like earth to inherit earth. And they're like, Oh, it's more valuable than all of your other all the planets. Combined. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the whole, like they're harvesting people thing. I said, now they're ripping all V you guys remember V. Yes. yes, V yep. Soylent Green. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you but uh, then then I said, man, I really want to rewatch V, like the '80s one, not the the reboot that they did like ten years ago. Whatever. I want like the '80s V yeah. with the with the lizard people and the awful CGI and everything like that. Um, he starts hitting on her. Wait, isn't she his mom too? Right. Yep. Great question. Great question. He wants to marry her to get. I mean, he's trying to That's, get. Literally, yeah. the, la- the last note I wrote was, ha, 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 will you marry me? And he tries like, to make it seem like it's just a business arrangement. Right. Yeah, the whole pomp and circumstance of the wedding kind of gives it away, though. Um, He then has like, double-crossed clear. Tatum, right? He fires I him guess. into space. Yeah, he takes Tatum prisoner, and then 
tells him that he's gonna kill Jupiter and take her her titles. Tatum kicks open a panel that contains spacesuits when he gets ejected out into space, and then is just floating in space when the space police pick him up. And that's why the rollerblades come in handy. Yes, because he can he cut, can uh, cut, cut off. Cut. Burn through his strengths, right? Also, so Titus, Chuck Bass' character says, lies are a necessity. They are the source of meaning, of belief, and hope. I have no idea what that means. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you guys. I ran out of notes at this point. I was just like, I'm just going to sit through the rest of this. Another, um, meaningless, another meaningless space fight, by the way, happens. Yeah, I wrote, well, yeah, I wrote, the, at this point, I wrote, they're going to war or some shit I don't know. Like, what are these Warhammer? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So have you ever broken through a field of Warhammers? <laughs> just like, oh, yeah, so there's okay. like they're cutting they're cutting to like they're splicing scenes of like there's there's the war happening in space and then there's the wedding. War, space you know, wedding, war, wedding. So I wrote, I don't care about this action in the slightest, but I do think the wedding ring imprint on the finger is a cool idea until I remember sixty percent of marriages don't last. But I did think that was kind of cool. Like well, the imprint stuff that lot, they do on I, skin. I know a lot of a lot of people who get Wet, like wedding band tattoos instead of yeah. an actual. Yeah, but I like the I like the glowing. I guess you can get like some kind of iridescent. Can you something? Can you? I don't know. I don't Do think they so. Have that? <laughs> That's not a thing. Like we you got put, like, so, we, we got jellyfish, so jellyfish ink in your in your yeah, wedding band ring tattoo. We can't do that. <laughs> we can we can we can make hover boots for Channing Tatum, but we can't make fucking glowing ink. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eddie Redmayne kidnaps her Russian family for some reason. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah I guess so. The editing this in this movie is real, real bad. Because we we cut to Eddie Redmayne probably for about a minute, like 15 times. Like, we just keep going to him and and his terrible plans. Um, oh, but at this point, I, so I wrote, uh, he talks like... like Doc Rivers with strep throat, and then I wrote that he has her family, and he's making her give back Earth. Uh, how are how are there thirty minutes left in this movie? Yeah, unbelievable how much time is left. Yeah, and the the Warhammer scene was visually incomprehensible. That was the worst. It didn't make any CGI. Sense. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I still don't know what Warhammers are. Right. Exactly. Like I didn't. I could not see what they were. They're just flying ships. Drones, yeah, sure. I don't like. I don't know what that. Tatum crashes into wherever Eddie Redmayne is. Um, I wrote damsel in distress. Ass story. I'm not your mother. Tate saves her. Those are my. That's those are those are like. And then I wrote she's back on Earth. Family bought her the gold telescope. (laughs) Fucking oh my (laughs) god! That is an excellent description of the. (laughs) The last thirty minutes. Yeah, uh, and then and then and then I wrote Tate's has wings? Question mark because I didn't. I at that point I genuinely didn't know if I had missed that he had wings throughout the entire movie. They. That's what we, we were like, talking about earlier. Wings, yeah. uh, with the bioneural oh, synaptic Marshall whatever. Yeah. Even though no one in the movie has wings. Yes. But we never meet the military that they were a part of. He just gets his wings back. Yeah. Right. My mother told me what was necessary to rule in this universe. By killing people? I create life! And I destroy it. Life is an act of consumption, Jupiter. 
To live is to consume. Now the human being was on your planet, a mere resource, waiting to be converted into capital. And this entire enterprise is just a small part in a vast and beautiful machine defined by evolution, designed to a single purpose. profit that's the that's the most i don't know if you can call it emotion but it's the most he puts into any line in the movie and it's this Which whole I, weird I, monologue like, i get it there's there's got to be a certain point where he's doing that movie where he's like i'm just getting a check right i think Man, I, guess, I think that he's the type of actor that deluded himself into thinking he was doing something really sophisticated with this part um natalie portman was originally cast as jupiter that makes sense, out. I guess. But what? But what? Like, what, uh, I don't think it it's, matters. Mila Kunis doesn't, doesn't get to matter. do anything. Any? Like, I thought. First of all, I thought Mila Kunis. Like, at first, I'm like, oh, of course, Russian family. They'll have her like speak a little bit of Russian, right? Not once. Not once. No. Not no, once. I, I did really enjoy Eddie Redmayne getting kicked in the dick. Eddie Redmayne's way that he holds the knife where he, like, brings his arm, like, way up in the air, like, above his head with the knife. Yeah, yeah and then also, the most compact motion. He says, you're not going to shoot me, and she shoots him in the leg, and then he has another just terrific, ah, like, terrible yeah, throw reaction. That in there too. Throw that in there. God, <laughs> fuck this movie. Um, apparently, the date for the wide release of this movie uh, is when Jupiter is at its opposition, meaning it's the closest point to Earth. Come on. No, no. February six, twenty fifteen. Yeah, the date was we're dropping this in February. Uh, well, I mean, I'm just going through IMDb's trivia right now. Nah. Channing Tatum had to wear a mouthpiece to change the shape of his lower jaw to realistically portray a part canine character. Did not, did not notice. This unfortunately, this unfortunately prevented him from closing his mouth and gave him trouble when he had to talk. Didn't notice. So they couldn't just ADR his lines then. Or, 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 or how about this? Just leave his jaw alone because nobody noticed that the motherfucker was supposed to look like a dog other than the ears. Right. Jesus. I did like the idea that she became one of the wealthiest and most powerful people in the entire universe, but then she goes back to cleaning toilets, except she has a better attitude. Yeah. Because she, well, she has well, a telescope. And, she, and she's got gravity boots. She does get her own uh, Legend of Zelda hover boots. That is yeah. that is pretty cool. And a telescope. R- so, you know, she roller, wins. Rollerblades. Rollerblades, roller right. Yeah. Um, Channing Tatum apparently kept most of his prosthetic ears from this film. Cool, dude. Many, I've had prosthetic ears before. Like, they're not worth keeping. But go ahead. Uh, he did a Q, Channing Tatum did a Q&A with fans on Reddit. Uh, and he was asked what the movie was about. And he responded, good question. I have the same one myself. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah, no, this whole movie went above his head. He just wanted to do the stunts. Wow. All right. Uh, did, I, did Tony Medley review this? Hell yeah, he did. Oh, oh yeah. No. He absolutely did. Uh, Tony Medley gave it a 2 out of 10. 
Okay, he opens the review. Okay for children. It's bad enough to bad enough to have to sit through over two hours of Channing Tatum, or is it Tatum Channing? I can never remember how these last these two last names fit together. But to do it in what is labeled a science fiction action adventure film that is such high fantasy that it gives you a headache to try to figure it out, that's just too much to ask of a human being of ordinary intelligence. I'm certain that this will be a real hit with a nine-year-old crowd because the 3D is wonderful and the special effects spectacular. But for an adult, the endless chases and fights that make no cohesive sense, whatever, makes one's mind turn off. Not that this is anything to alert media about. It's agony watching Tatum muddle through yet another script. Granted, I guess he's supposed to be some sort of an automation, but that's the way he always appears in all his roles, regardless of what is actually called for. The only reason to see this movie is to watch the 3D and the special effects, but good as they are, they're certainly not worth 127 minutes trapped in a theater with Channing Tatum and the story. He really hates Channing Tatum. Yeah, like that's the funny thing is like that's the most objectionable thing to him about this movie. It's Channing Tatum. I also it's, like the idea that this because I saw multiple reviews, not just Tony Medley, who said good for children or like good for people who have no knowledge of any other space type story. And I just don't really believe it's too complicated for a child. Yes, yes, it's what it's just it doesn't make sense. Like if my my kid watched this and asked me questions, I would have no answers. I don't, and I, I hate when that happens because it, it seems like I'm just like being like really rough. Like, nah, I, I don't know, I don't know. Just trying to watch the movie, but like, no, actually, I, I don't know. Wow. Okay, so now I'm trying to figure out if he has this real hatred for Tatum. Um, so I'm looking at the 21 and 22 Jump Street reviews. Right. 21 Jump Street got an eight out of ten. He does slander. Uh, Channing Tatum a little bit in it. <laughs> Twenty two Jump Street, zero out of ten. Wow, I wow. like Twenty Two Jump it's Street. It's hilarious. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like horrible bosses too. It's like yeah. all right, like forget about like the constant. Just make jokes, man. Just, yeah, we're just gonna make jokes. Like, and we, here's the formula we know works from the first one. We're just gonna do that again and make it funny. Um, he opens it with, when you see Channing Tatum in a movie, you know you're gonna get a wooden performance. An actor with no comedic timing. And one whose every line is reminiscent of Tony, Tony Curtis muttering, "Yonder lies the castle of my father." I, I love his really old school references, like Tony Curtis. He also uh, compared Eddie Redmayne trying to forget this performance to Paul Newman trying to forget his role in the Silver Chalice, nineteen fifty-four. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we were all thinking. Jesus that's what we were all. I'm glad he said it, so we didn't have to. Oh, um, man, this. Uh, I, if, Right, I'm Bro, going. I'm going oh, file, no. guys. What? No, you're not. No, I you're am. doing this just to be a dick. No. no, I'm not. I'm not doing it just to be a dick. I, I don't know. You would watch. You haven't. Hold on. Again? You haven't said one positive thing. About not a it. goddamn thing, Mace. But this is a movie that I went to see in theaters, expecting it to be terrible, and I'm like, wow, that was that was pretty terrible. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I hated it as much as you guys did. Like the experience of watching it. That doesn't mean you file that motherfucker. That means you phobe it a little less. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do we have, wait? Do we have to now have like a very phobe, somewhat phobe? <laughs> right? Neither phobe, no, neither phobe. Look, phobe, man, phobe, you, Zach, phobe, you gave phobe. you gave knowing and next a file. 
Because I would watch those again. I would I just watch this watch movie it. again, and I would probably watch it again. Yes, probably not next tomorrow, but maybe in like a year. Yeah, sure. I had forgotten about a lot of this. And you want to remember it? Sure. Oh no. my god! I'm in, it, I'm in it for the bees speech. I'm telling you, man. That, uh, bees don't like, lie, Zach. <laughs> and 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 they and they recognize royalty. <laughs> I hope yeah, they recognize well. I hope you put that entire fucking B speech in the in the, the middle. I'm, of this I'm putting that whole thing in. You know the it. whole thing. Oh my god. Yeah, oh oh. You know what? I'm I'm with Amin. I now hate the Matrix too. Oh. These are bad movies, man. Wow. These are bad movies. They're just like, oh look at us. We're so deep. I don't you wish you were deep like us. Like no, you're not. Just like the. Like I won't lie, the Matrix as a fucking, and maybe even this this movie. I'm trying to think about like as a concept, if it were done right, could have could have been a good movie. I definitely think the Matrix could have been way better. Like if they w- weren't so fucking hell bent on being so cool and mysterious or whatever. It, yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of like emo. Clothing. Yeah, yes, right. But like this movie, I don't know, man. I, I think I could have made it to where first they wouldn't spend the extra forty million or whatever to to fix it. And B, I, I could have written it to or you know what I wanna be, honestly? I don't wanna write Hollywood scripts. I wanna punch up scripts. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean the idea that you would be the greatest thing for someone to say about you. Oh, Amin Al Hassan, best punch up artist in the business. Dude, man, like I I'd love to have that job. If anyone listening knows someone who does that. Like for a living, let me know, man, because I'd love to talk to them. Like, I, I didn't get into that. How do you, how do you get people to? Because I do this shit all the time, man. Like, there's, it's not like I could like watch a terrible movie and kind of see, like, I see where you're trying to go. You should have done this, 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 this. Things like the dialogue, the, the sort of dialogue they use, man. Like, don't have them say this, have them say that. Like, just little things like that, man. Could have helped. I could have saved this movie. I well, think I have come across. Some somebody involved this movie stuffing the ballot on these audience reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, because there's some formatting issues with a lot of these comments. Okay, and they're all from like within a couple of days back in January. Okay, and they say things like, and they're what? all five star reviews. It's like it. I don't know why people, and it's supposed to say don't like this movie, but it's D O N A. With like an accent over it, Donat. parentheses, capital T M, end parentheses T. Like it's like some kind of like script got fucked up, and oh, there wow. and it's all it's all over these from Robert C from this one's got no name and they're all within a few days. Like this movie got heavily reviewed in January of 2019, and all positive. Mila Kunis, she Russian man. I told oh, you. Oh, that's. <laughs> That's a great call. Yeah, this movie really got. Why would anyone do this? What, like, what? Like, you guys said that people like the Rotten Tomatoes score was like twenty, what? Twenty eight. Uh, it was. It's thirty eight percent. Thirty eight. Twenty seven like, from critics. Thirty eight from audience. Who the fuck are these twenty seven percent critics that like this shit? Okay, that's a great question. Let me go find. I'm gonna go. Well, find, I mean, like, you, you found awesome. some. What, yeah. Fucking Lowry. Fucking. Lo- What's, 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 Wesley what's, Morris. What's, who's Wesley Lowry? I don't Kyle know. Lowry's cousin. Lowry, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, Wesley Morris liked it. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? I I, th- I think that I would have. So the 300 page script thing always was interesting to me because it's like, okay, that's a shitload of work to put into so this fun. this movie. I wonder if it would have been a lot better in like a Netflix 10 episode no, format. But- but that would assume that, like, the reason why this movie was bad was because we didn't get enough detail or exposition. Well, and I just, it's ex- I, I know what you're saying. I know that it's pretty much unsalvageable, but I just think that if they if they hadn't rushed everything and compressed the narrative like crazy and just exposition dump after exposition dump, it might have worked. But the problem is, like, it's not, the, like, my problem isn't there wasn't enough detail to carry the story. My problem is there was too much fucking inconsequential detail like you see what i'm saying like that movie should have been shorter and and straight, straighter to the point if you give it more time to develop it doesn't feel oh as God. inconsequential maybe oh. I'm, I'm i'm sure that no matter what this would be a, so there was a there was actually a tie-in to why the telescope was important there was actually a tie-in to why uh you know the the, the idiot cousin wants it like like there was more and they're like guys like this ain't like we need to shave off parts so rather than just shave off the part and completely they kept some of it right oh i know you like this movie man that's that's amazing a meme what's from roguesportal.com stephanie (laughs) cook ever wondered what cinderella the godfather and teen wolf would look like if they were one movie no well too bad because jupiter ascending exists We gotta get Stephanie up on this pod now. <laughs> What's to love? The costumes, space wolves, the tech, original story. Sean Bean doesn't die, which is basically all he's ever cast for. Wait, this, this is a positive review. Yeah, I, I thought like she was trying to be funny. When she no, said she's like genuinely. It's this thing is called an ode to Jupiter ascending. Yo, I need to get off this call, man. Like, I'm just... That's how disgusted I am with this goddamn movie. Thank you for listening to Cinephobe. Be sure to share the patreon.com slash count the dings. Tell your friends about it. Um, I promise you I'm going to pick a much better movie next week. For Amin Al-Hassan, I'm Zach Harper. I, I want to point out, I didn't, pick, I, didn't pick, I didn't pick this movie. This oh, was I, me. I thought you did. This was me. I, I picked Mace, Mr. Magoo son of a and Mace overruled me. and I'm going to do Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, it could have. We could have been Mr. Magoo, nineteen ninety-seven. That could have been what we did, but we did Mr. Magoo, which was a nice, decent, like eighty-nine minutes long. <laughs> I'm so angry at you. I, this whole time, I thought it was mad at me, and I was like, "Why the fuck did me want to watch this movie?" Just because it was, I legitimately thought you just wanted to watch this movie. I mean, because it was on HBO. Nah, man, not my choice. Please don't lie. <laughs>